Welcome to Enter VR, the podcast where we talk about everything virtual reality. I am your host, Chris Miranda. Today I am joined by Florian Steelbrook, if I am correct. Yes. Awesome. Florian, uh, thank you for ha- coming on the show. Uh, you, are, you are a DuraVis Dive uh, Google Play Android uh, smartphone developer for virtual reality. Uh, you are creating software apps for, your, for the smartphone. Um, Yes. That's awesome. That that is really awesome. Uh because I I am a big uh, I'm a, I'm a big believer in in the Durovis dive and and all the smartphone sorts of uh ways of using virtual reality. How did you become involved in this? Um I um a few weeks ago I um, had uh, read some news about the Oculus Rift. And then I found a link to the YouTube channel of the Druvis Dive, and I've, uh, I think this idea is very great. And I, I go to the site of the Druvis Dive, and I see that they spend uh, open dive uh, for free for developers. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I uh, downloaded Unity free mm-hmm. um, and tested it a little bit because I had shown. Uh, I have the last few years, I made 3D design for my hobby hmm. and created a little app, the VR Toilet Simulator, which is a little rip-off of the Toilet Simulator for the Oculus Rift. Um, and um, <clears throat> yeah, I uploaded it to the Play Store uh, and I posted this link at the Druvis Dive site and uh, in a few days I get my open dive and so I can test uh, my apps and create more. <laughs> yeah, I've tried your your toilet simulator and it is uh <laughs> it is pretty awesome. I got to say it's pretty awesome. Uh, if you don't ha- if you have a Dorovis dive or if you have a some form of uh smartphone virtual reality holder device, download VR toilet simulator because it's 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 fun. It really is. It's like, ah, it's, I'm here. <laughs> it's really cool. And then I'm not going to spoil the cool thing, but if you look behind, just, just look, look behind you. If you, if you download uh, the toilet simulator. So you also did VR Star Trooper Arena Fly, VR Moonwalk, VR Run, VR 3D Image Viewer, VR Calibration. You have been pretty busy lately, haven't you? Yeah, I have a lot of spare time. Uh, my daily job is, uh, till uh, 5 p.m. Uh, 4 p.m. and I have a little few a little, a little, uh, <laughs> sorry no worries. I have um, some hours a day to build some stuff and I get really comfortable comfortable in unity more and more and there are the ideas in my head and they must out and, and then I create some test demos or little games and yeah it's a uh, that I'm in, I'm inspired. Sorry, I'm inspired because I mean I mean you said it's only you found out about it like a few weeks ago, and then you started down. You have you had Unity experience before 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 uh, you know making these apps? No, nothing. Wow, I'm as impressed. A, as a, uh, I um, heard from Unity a few uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and. That was uh, the free version where you can only uh, create uh, games which you can play in a browser, but not Android, uh, not not Android or iOS uh, games. 
And then uh, a few months ago, I found out that Unity, uh, that's a free version, now support Android and iOS. Mm -hmm. But uh, I didn't have uh, do anything in it. And then I found the Duraverse Dive. And, hmm, and then I think about create apps for us for for this like this kind of devices. And yeah, and two or three weeks ago, I started just with Unity. Wow. <laughs> so, was it difficult? How did you find the information? What you know, was it difficult to go from creating an app to putting it out in the app store? What was that process like? No, not at all. Although it's uh, pretty easy. Mm -hmm. uh, you create um, your 3D models or, or download it in the Unity asset store. Uh, make your game. Um, put the invoice in, the, in Unity. Uh, the name of the game, an app icon, and then the um, the uh, key for your game, which is a unique key um, for, um, yeah, it's a unique key, which you, um, is like a license key for the Play Store. Oh, okay. Which you have to create. Um, so you, uh, it's, it's your ID for this app that you can update, update the app and no one, no other can update your app without this key. It's a named key store. And then you upload it to the uh, Play Store. Okay, uh, you must create a developer account for twenty dollars with a credit card. But that is uh, that is uh, it's very easy. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. And then you upload your app, put a description, and uh, uh, if it's for free or it's a paid version, then you click uh, publish. And a few hours later, is the app in the store, and everyone can install it. It's also it's pretty easy. That that's awesome. Thank you. I'm taking notes because I I've been dabbling in Unity and I I haven't I've been too chicken shit to to really get my carrot <laughs> wet. Like I've been really like yeah I I, I, I juggle around so many things. I, I think I I might have ADD uh, attention de attention deficit disorder because I'm 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 going from back and forth between this that that or that. But but listening to you and in, in in the way you've it seems like it was almost seems seamless. Uh, the way you you were able to publish your apps, it's, it's actually pretty inspiring to to know that you know it's not that bad. You, you know, if you put your time in, I'm sure anyone can publish something on uh on on Google Play Store. Um, especially for this, especially for the door of his eye, because I think they uh it, it's amazing. I, um, a couple months ago, I, I was looking around at the Google Play Store, and there was like five five apps for the door of his dive. Now it's like you know around 20 it's pretty awesome how how uh how fast it's growing what made you first of all what made you you know want to uh make apps for the Durovis dive in the first place the first place i um it's a whole new um genre mm -hmm. uh, virtual reality uh because the oculus rift uh is getting more and more um um Mm, uh, <laughs> I don't popular, know. Popular, <laughs> like more popular, it's exploding more in the popular mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, this whole virtual reality, which is developing in the next years, also I think it's a really big thing what, uh, what's, what's there coming. And I think it's the best time to create apps at this moment because there are not many of them. And you have... Um, 
you have a really good start with it and there are not many others which create apps for these devices and yes you had um, you have really oh, the ideas also the ideas in your head mm -hmm. can <laughs> have a blackout <laughs> right um, yeah, it's not uh, you said there are not many apps mm -hmm. for this kind of devices and it's a really small market at the moment mm -hmm. and I think everyone can uh, create apps uh, which are um, sorry <laughs> no worries no that's awesome I mean I'll, I'll take it from I mean because I think um, I hope you understand me. <laughs> I I understand 100% and and don't please please sir don't do not worry it is it is okay. L listen, when I first started doing my my show that my first episode, I was I was like a robot. Uh, 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 uh. I'm getting a little bit better at it now. I still stutter. I still do, you know, I, I still talk. Uh I'll still, I'll still say you know or the word fascinating. I I, I notice I say that a lot, uh, especially in my last conversation. But but hey, you're hanging in there. Keep up. Uh let's keep at it. So that's really cool. I, I think one of the things that really benefits you right now that you're hitting the, the smartphone virtual reality market early is that there's not much competition. And just think about all the other, you know, if you wanted to do a regular game for Android, that you will have to compete with hundreds of thousands of people for exposure and and, and, and customers. Here, here, you, it's like you amongst 20. It's so, and, and so for that matter, I mean, you are positioning yourselves and anybody who's listening and wants to develop for Android uh, in, in these platforms, you will position yourself to be amongst the first. Um, and, and, and yeah, and the bar is not very high, especially because it's day zero, sort of. It's still not very, you know, it's still not, you know, super catching on yet. So for that matter, I'm like I'm blown away when I'm sitting on that toilet and I'm like, oh, this is cool. There's an AK-47. Why do I have an AK-47 next to me? I don't know, but it's fun. And I'm wearing I'm wearing yellow gloves. Like a, I I don't know that either. That the other cool app that I really liked was your uh, Moonwalk one. That one was really 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 cool. Uh, I played uh, Lunar Flight, the the one for uh, Oculus Rift from Sean Edwards. And it's amazing. Lunar flight is amazing. The only thing that 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 takes away from the experience is the Oculus DK1's resolution. Here, with your local VR app, I mean, it's not lunar flight. I mean, it's not supposed to be, but the resolution from my HTC One is so much better. And I really feel like, oh, I'm standing in there. I'm like, oh my god, I am. Uh, I feel like an uh, some. It it's easier to lose yourself. I I gotta tell you, it's really and and so. I, again, that is that is that's really awesome. What inspired you to, uh, you know, are you planning on making more games or are you planning on experimenting with other apps? At the moment, I'm working on a game, um, which is a virtual reality tank game, like the old Battlezone. I don't know if you knows this from the 80s <laughs> uh you know what that doesn't matter you had me at tank mm. game any tank game i'm in that's mm. that's gonna be awesome so is by the way let me ask you is it possible to do a um multiplayer games yet uh for for Durvis dive on the smartphone is it you know i mean is, is it possible that for example you and i will have a Durvis dive and we can connect over bluetooth and our tanks can go at it uh is it could be possible. Also, I, um, 
I don't know networking yet in Unity, mm -hmm. but there are many apps out there which support multiplayer, mm -hmm. and uh, it's not impossible. Also, I don't know it uh, if you uh, has to had um, if you have uh, to had the pro version, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm after I'm after that because a multi virtual reality multiplayer game would be really awesome. I think uh, also it would be very awesome and a tank game. Multiplayer, so it's a perfect game for that. Yeah, what? Yeah, you know the so the that Unity, the fact that Unity Pro is a thousand five hundred dollars is such a, I, I in my opinion, I think it's such a tragic thing before for people who are who are really excited about it, enthusiasts who really really want to put content out there and and they don't have the necessary resources to pull it together. Um, I, I you know. It, it, it's yeah i just think yeah they would have they would make so much more money if if they let if they brought that price down um but yeah i think so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's um it's um it's uh if you buy the pro version for one thousand five hundred dollars mm -hmm. you will get uh, unity pro but not android pro to get the features for Android, oh. then you have to buy uh, on top of it another one thousand five hundred dollars for Android Pro, also three thousand dollar. Then you can uh, better create better Android apps. Um, yes, also it's uh, not very few money. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a lot of money. It's it's a lot of money, uh, especially I mean especially for for uh, for for people who are you know taking a really educated gamble i think you're i think it's a smart gamble what you're taking but nonetheless it's a gamble um uh, i we can't predict the future I, I don't know whether the yellowstone national parks volcano will blow up tomorrow bringing down the whole world economy and united states with it i don't know that so but uh, but if it doesn't i think virtual reality will take off i and 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 it will definitely on the Android side, will definitely be one of those driving factors because not everyone will be able to afford a $300 Oculus Rift, but perhaps if the door of his dive comes down in price a little bit, $50, $40, I mean, $80 is cool, but $50, $40, you will bring it to the masses. And yes. and, and you are, again, positioning, positioning yourself in a very, very, uh, very good situation. Um, it's just... God damn, Unity is expensive. It definitely is really expensive. Also, I think the Durus or devices like the Durus are the perfect for beginning to um, get the feeling of virtual reality and then eventually buy uh, the Oculus Rift because the Durus was so awesome and the, if the Oculus Rift consumer version is out, I think it would be more awesome. I, don't, I didn't test yet uh, Oculus Rift, but... I uh, hope uh, for the dev kit too this year, and I think I will buy it. Also, the actual dev kit. Um, uh, also, I, I didn't buy the actual uh, dev kit because I because the dev kit two is I think in the next few months out. Also, before the consumer consumer version, which uh, they said, um, and Maku. Uh, there's a four months Unity Pro license. Mm -hmm. 
I hope for that a little bit. <laughs> same here. No, same here. I, I which so so you're planning. So you're not just you're not you're not carving your your road through Android. You're wanna you wanna do both. You wanna do Oculus development and and Android development, right? Yes, awesome. because on the PC uh, there's much more hardware power to create more um, graphical games. Mm-hmm. On Android, you have to uh, look Unity at the draw calls or the or it's a polygon count. Because it's, uh, also there are many devices for uh, Android, which has really much power, mm-hmm. uh, but mm, you cannot uh, overpower it. Also, if you create a big game, big uh, big scenarios with much, uh, much polygon count, which uh, look like uh, which look real, but um, yeah. I think on Android they are more the simpler games, simpler looking, but in virtual reality they are looking awesome also. Like this game from um, Ave Studios, Winning Path 3D. It's uh, a game without textures, just colors, mm-hmm. but uh, in the Durable Dive, in the virtual reality, it looks awesome too, even though it's, it's it is it isn't looking real. Also, it's yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, let me let me take the the conversation in a different direction for a quick sec. What were you doing in your past life before becoming a virtual reality developer? Mm, uh, um, I'm working at a big company, mm-hmm. at the Deutsche Telekom AG, as a PHP programmer mm. uh, for internal tools um, for the past two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Then I make my uh, apprentice. Um, apprenticeship three years ago mm-hmm. and um, also I, I doing 3d modeling mm-hmm. and programming the last 10 years as a hobby oh, so also, also I'm not new in this uh, uh, in this business but in unity there are last two weeks yeah. but I um, I've learned programming and 3d modeling and 3d design a few years a few years ago oh. Let me ask if you if I went in a time time machine and went and asked the ten year old Florian, hey Flor ten year old Florian, what do you want to be when you grow up? What would he say? A game developer. <laughs> yeah, so so you knew right away like you knew right away that you wanted to build games and game worlds. Yes, also I have began at two thousand and three, and ten years ago was two thousand and four. Yes, also <laughs> <laughs> I've. Uh, Started uh, in 2007 uh, a crisis mod called Project Titanic, and uh, I wanted to recreate the Titanic in Crisis that you can walk around and uh, like a virtual tour. Yeah. But uh, then came my new job, and yeah, hadn't much time to make the to make the project in my spare time, and uh, I had. Um, I'd close the project. Right. I hope. I hope. Sorry. I hope you find time sometime in the future. <laughs> perhaps when the DK two comes out. I. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I would love to be, uh, Jack and Rose in the Titanic as it's. I. Yeah. I imagine experiencing the movie Titanic in virtual reality. Now I that's think, yeah. <laughs> there's a really big thing coming. It's called t- Titanic: Honor and Glory. It's a PC game uh, funded over Kickstarter. They are very, very far. Also, they have recreated some details on the Titanic at this time. 
and they uh, just uh, said a few weeks or a few months ago that they will support the Oculus Rift and this game looks at, at the moment it looks stunning also, there are others which are shown very very far and they created a game company and have um, like 10 or 20 uh, employees and I think <clears throat> this game would be would, uh, would be awesome yeah it sounds um, awesome I'm gonna have to go check it out uh, did you so so you have you been so you would you consider yourself a gamer not much not much what was the last <laughs> video the game you've played or you had fun in playing minecraft <laughs> oh yeah you're a minecraft guy huh yes i i played uh, often with um uh, on the also not so often on the pc but mm -hmm. with my better half here my fiance i played much on the xbox 360 together on one uh on the TV and we are very very much fun. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah I how is the experience Minecraft on the console versus Minecraft on the PC? I I've only played it on the, on my PC with the Oculus Rift, so I don't have too much of a frame of reference of what you know re, real Minecraft it should be or people use it for. Like, is it is it is it better or worse on the console? Mm, it's it's like Minecraft on the PC. Uh, uh, from two years ago, although it's uh, it's been updating and updating, mm -hmm. but um, it's not the actual stand of Minecraft, mm -hmm. and the world is not endless. It's um, it's um, I think two two fifty six two fifty six uh, blocks. Also, it's not uh, that big on as on the PC, but it's uh, the same fun. So you can build and uh, uh, and go out and uh, what's your favorite something and what's your it's what's your favorite thing to do in Minecraft? What's my favorite thing? Do you like, do you like building or <laughs> yeah, do you? So much. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I think just uh, create a new world and explore it. Yeah, These... it's, it's much fun and. I agree. And build something. <laughs> Would you think it'd be possible to use, you know, because I've seen Minecraft on, uh, on on Android now. I've seen my, uh, Minecraft on smartphones. Do you think it's possible? I mean, it, it should be possible. I don't see any reason why it couldn't be uh, transferred to side-by-side -side 3D so that you could... Uh, and, and Yeah, I wonder if it's possible to enable some positional tracking and, and have side-by-side -side 3D on the... Uh, Minecraft for Minecraft for smartphones. I think they'd be really smart to do something like that. I think it would be easily possible for the developers of Minecraft, but um, uh, for the side by side view, you need more power. Mm. And um, I don't know how much power Minecraft uses on the Android phone, but uh, yeah, it's it must be uh, at least sixty frames per second. To look good, a game, also a virtual reality game. Uh, I, also implementation is not that problem, but it, I think the performance would be a little bit uh, the problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't think about that. That's interesting. I want, I do wonder what what is the what the performance requirements for Minecraft on the on mobile, huh? Interesting.
So, so is this is this so virtual reality is the thing that you wanna that you are planning on on sticking with for 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 as long as it takes, or are you are you sort of just what is your approach? Are you going all in on this, or are you think are you are you taking a more measured, more cautious approach? Uh, I think also uh, I'm going all in because I think it's the next. Uh next big thing mm -hmm. after the venting of the mouse i think really <laughs> it's i think it's a really big thing which is coming the next years and the last uh, 20 30 years there are so many approaches but uh, it uh, costs too much but with oculus rift it's uh, perfect uh, i think it's a perfect price for such kind of devices and it's uh, there's more coming and i'm really amazed when they're looking at YouTube videos and uh, uh, what what they are developing, uh, uh, some people for the for the Oculus, because there are so many possibilities for this uh, kind of devices to to uh, treat people with uh, some phobia, arachnophobia, or something like that, mm -hmm. or or mind diseases and so on. I had a read uh, a post from a psychologist. Who thinks that it's a good thing to treat people with some uh, disorders, and uh, I think it's a really next big thing. And I will this done. I think the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, that I am. I'm so well. I'm happy to uh, have uh, have someone so passionate uh, come on my show. Did you? What? How do you think people outside of gaming will react when they first try out? For example, the first consumer version of the Oculus Rift. I think they would be amazed. I I um, gave the, my open dive mm -hmm. to some friends and to my parents, and I showed that. And uh, even my uh, 80 years old uh, grandmother mm -hmm. was amazed of uh, this thing, and she can't believe that this is possible today. <laughs> and uh, the Oculus Rift is a is a is a much more immerse than the tourist dive mm -hmm. and i think if the consumer version is out i think the first reaction of the people they are really amazed and i don't know <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's a really big thing i think I, I, not, I, not 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 uh, only for gamers uh, i think of theme park rides or uh, as a uh, virtual cinema mm -hmm. which are them, uh, some apps uh, out there and i would love it to have one <laughs> yeah for sure well, how do you how do people react when you say i'm working on virtual reality do you get a lot of blank looks or, or, or are people interested or, or what do you what what's your experience so far the most experience is they are very interested although if i talk to uh, if I created these apps uh, a few weeks ago uh, or uh, the last uh, few weeks and showed them at work at my at my coworkers and they're really amazed and they only said wow and uh, are looking around and are laughing they can't believe it that it is so real and yeah it's I've, uh, it's really amazing they don't even have some words to describe it it's just a uh, cool feeling to sit on a roller coaster when <laughs> they are just uh, they had the open dive on on the head and they are just laughing and uh, only said cool cool and great what 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 is this <laughs> <laughs> also the reactions are only positive 
that's that's awesome. I you as a developer, you know, a Dorovis Dive developer, an Android developer, um, do you have a personal uh, wish list of things that the next version of the Dorovis Dive can improve? I, for example, just really quickly, I think the the lenses could be a little bit bigger. Um, just just so that you know, sometimes my field of view overlaps the the lenses so I can see my phone screen but but what do you think what do you think can make the Duralist dive better for next yeah, I think uh, bigger lenses are uh, would would be a great and um, um, a split in the middle of the two screens uh, which is uh, Which uh, re also uh, which really splits the left eye from the right eye, so you can look from the right eye to the left display a little bit, and that is uh, sometimes getting uh, a little bit annoyed mm. if you see uh, the left a little from the left screen with the right eye, and um, and just more uh, light, uh, not much light come in the Duralist dive. Mm -hmm. uh, it's other points, also. It's just a great device for the price, and but I think there will be a next version in the next few months or uh, next year. Also, I think also as the best uh, what be uh, bigger lenses. Yeah. In the first days. Yeah, bigger bigger lenses, a little bit more foam around the the edge, because sometimes I feel like the uh, the 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 foam around the edges are is is not thick enough, and so I feel the hardness of the of the device but but it's it's still very comfortable it still works really well i love watching side the other day i don't know if you know um this show called uh mxc most extreme elimination channel challenge uh but in japan they call it takeshi's castle have you heard of it takeshi's castle yeah i looked at the dsf here uh, in germany a few uh like 15 years ago <laughs> i love that show i love it yeah. with a passion i when i was so funny <laughs> yeah when i was in high school i mean that was my that was my routine every night like uh, uh they used to play uh reruns of you know takeshi's castle so i found out that there's a youtube channel that made takeshi's castle's episodes in side by side 3d So I so now I, I am watching Takeshi's Castle uh, on my Duravis dive, which is freaking awesome. Like I, I love that. I love the you know because it's such a it's such a visual show. I mean it's all really like it, for those who don't know Takeshi's Castle is a is a sort of a game show that uh, was brought over from Japan years years ago. And and these games this game show involves some of the most ridiculous challenges out there and and people are just having fun and enjoying themselves i one of my i remember one of my wishes you know growing up was like god i wish i was a contestant in takeshi's castle it was just you know those those game that game show was just so awesome but but yeah you know watching youtube videos on uh on 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 the durovis dive and 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 playing games it's become a very versatile very easy to use device um what do you think the future holds for for smartphone uh virtual reality apps do you think it's going to become more of a game sort of device or do you think it's going to become more of a casual consumer sort of uh platform i think it's 50 50 um i think uh, it's great to have uh apps like go show where you can uh look uh movies or 3d movies in the virtual cinema mm -hmm. But also uh, the games are looking awesome, are awesome, yeah. and uh, which you can create uh, for the Duravis dive, and 
Yeah, I think it's 50-50 and I think they are, um, I think you're looking uh, a movie and then play some games and I think it's it's all around, not uh, much more uh, games or more entertainment. I think it's 50-50 in this direction. Really quickly, have you thought about what would be the worst case scenario for virtual reality on Android? I mean, if, if I, I have no idea what could that be yet. I mean, because it feels like it, the future looks so bright. But uh, again, I can't predict the future. So so perhaps you you know do you have anything in in the back of your head that you know but that bothers you that might you might have in the back of your head thinking that might pop up or no? Worst things would happen if the if devices like the dive are are closed and uh, this um, yeah if the companies get uh, get. Um, I know don't the word. Yeah, maybe uh, like greedy, maybe like like or or selfish, or they get or protective of their copyright or licensing, maybe. Then um, when I look for the word. Sure, let's do that. <laughs> I can understand English very well. I can write English very well, but talking is not so my. Best you sir are doing amazing. Should, Don't you worry about uh, that. You uh, are, if uh, companies like Doris, Doris or Refugio, which uh, or ours, mm -hmm. uh, I get broke. <laughs> That's ah. the word I searching. <laughs> oh. So they are now kind of uh, uh, devices out there, but um, it's. The open dive exists, and everyone who has a 3D printer can build one uh, within a few hours. And I think there are no worse things which can happen. I think also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really, I really have a hard time, you know, trying to figure out what could stop this, what could be an obstacle to this, and I can't find any. I can't think of anything. I mean, the only thing that really holds it back is the lack of, of of content which by the way is exploding week by week there's i mean i uh, exploding probably is an overstatement it's 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 really surging up you know week by week i see a, n a new app here or a new app there it's so i yeah you're right i can't think of anything yet that could slow down android on virtual reality on android um hmm. yeah it's a big problem for devices like the dive and uh as uh, Android devices, uh, which you said, the lack of software, and the dive is uh, out there, but uh, the developers must uh, create content for the dive, mm. so the people buy the dive, <laughs> and if they if there is not much content out there, the people don't buy the dive, and it's uh, just a little bit, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely an, it's going to be an interesting conundrum. Yeah. How what what vision what vision of the future do you have for virtual reality? What it would be the grand vision for in your mind? Mm. Also, the grand vision to go to places where you can't go normally, like uh, uh, which you said, um, take a tour on the Titanic, which you can't without virtual reality today, mm -hmm. or. Uh, walking on the Mars today, or flying through the universe, um, or go deeply underwater, 
Hm. With you, also, just simulations, also, would be very nice. Or you uh, take a virtual theme park tour mm -hmm. and um, go in the roller coaster or uh, some other things, and you just sit uh, at home and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, no. That's uh, that's that's yeah. exactly what it would be. I mean, going places that you've never could have imagined you could go, or going places that you can't afford to go. Um, As a normal person. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think of. You know, one of the cool, you know, one of the things that 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 uh, virtual reality speaks to, I think, is the it's it's that need to escape the that human need to want to explore and go places and not just stay stagnant in the same place. I know I know people who live in shitty places. I mean, that's a, that's a fact. People who live, you know, live in in poverty or live uh, in bad neighborhoods or or live in terrible weather. I am super lucky to live in California. Uh, we have a we have a bad drought. Um, it's raining right now, so uh, hallelujah. But um, it's but I know people who will who who will not want to be where they are and will immediately adopt virtual reality. The, the question really becomes is uh, will will this be a bad thing? Will 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 people wanting to escape reality will will it be a bad thing? What do you think? <laughs> I don't think it's not that uh, bad thing if they can uh, can afford a virtual reality device, but um, there's um, the problem I see is that you get uh, for those people they get really uh, fast addicted addi uh, addi oh. <laughs> addicted yeah. addictive to it. If yeah. they were uh, just uh, sitting the whole day for this device and forget to eat or to or go out a little bit, and it's like the uh, game addictives uh, today. Mm -hmm. As a, I, it's, um, you must uh, see the situation of every individual. I think if it's uh, a good thing for this person or a bad thing. There are some uh, World of Warcraft addictives out there, but not all people who play World of Warcraft are addictive. It's just uh, like the, what the individual individual is um, is um, yeah. You must see how the individual human. I think. I agree. I think you know that's that's a really good approach. I think you we should treat people as individuals. Every every person is different. Every person has different reasons why they're escaping or why they're using this as an outlet and perhaps they don't have another one and if you could provide them another one they would take it instead of you know this it was forgetting to eat inside vr so yeah that's a good that's a good approach treating people as individuals um so what so if anything can can is there anything developers can do to uh, help people or, or or avoid the addictiveness or is this all on the user now I think it's on the user, like the today's PC games, because um, you cannot um, uh, you cannot uh, be so restrictive to uh, to uh, to uh, deny uh, this thing to these people, and I don't think what what you can do out there just fly. Uh, um, 
the word? A <laughs> uh, force break or something yes. every hour for an hour or two. But uh, then there's software out there which you can uh, unlock it. And I think there are not many approaches which you, which you can do to this. No, yeah, you like like the it's for the individual and everyone must see what they're making out there. Yeah, I think. <laughs> you know, you're right. And Nintendo, Nintendo does. You know, I I have a I have a Wii. I still play on the Wii. I have a I'm playing a Nintendo uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, and and once in a while, uh, Nintendo the the device will tell you, hey, you should take a break, and I'm like, I'm a grown ass man. I don't need I don't need no you know, your suggestions. I'm gonna power through this. I, so in a yeah, in a sense, it is it is totally up to the user to become their own responsible for their own lives. So what about what about the Power Rangers? Have you ever watched the Power Rangers? Oh uh, yes, it's so many years ago, but I watched it. <laughs> now the Power Rangers were when I was in uh, when I was in second grade. Uh, Power Rangers were my imaginary friends. I used to, they were the, the coolest imaginary friends out there uh, when I was, what, six, seven years old. I can't wait for someone to grab themselves by the balls and make the, make a Power Rangers video game inside virtual reality. What are you most excited about? You know, if there was a one thing that could be the coolest thing in virtual reality, what do you think it would be? The coolest thing in virtual reality are the, so much. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but uh, the Power Rangers would be really, really cool. Or a game yeah, in some universes from some uh, TV series uh, like Breaking Bad or... Whoa, really? So, you, you, are, you are water white and must cooking mess in your virtual uh, laboratory or... <laughs> And that's, uh, or, or you are, uh, um, what series? Hmm. Or are in the universe of Walking Dead and must survive in a virtual zombie apocalypse. And so this, this would be amazing stuff, I think. <laughs> that is, now, now, if there was a one way to get virtual reality banned from, uh, banned by the law it would be uh making a breaking bad <laughs> video game let's teach people yeah, how to I make think. methamphetamine <laughs> or or, or <laughs> i like that though that's awesome because on the other hand we could teach people how to make meth but we all we could also teach people how to make how to bake a cake that i would be that would be awesome if someone could if i could learn how to make a cake inside of virtual reality it would be a lot more yeah. visual experience but again Vir math would be much better <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry you were saying uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's okay <laughs> okay cool i hope uh, please please sir please do, do not die on me uh, that would be my a first on my podcast um do you so so we were talking about uh Walter White methamphetamine and then we talked about and then you said uh what was the second thing uh oh the walking dead here's yeah. a here's a crazy idea because if you play if you if 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 you could pull off a walking dead virtual reality game like um I think of sort of like Daisy have you have you heard of Daisy yeah i played it some Hours. Yeah, so so much for armor sold. So Daisy for me exemplifies total fucking anarchy. I mean that's what it is. It's just total anarchy inside that game. Yes. So 
here's a crazy idea. Could do you think we could simulate governmental models inside of virtual reality? For example, we can we can simulate what anarchy looks like, and we can simu simulate different forms of democracy inside of virtual reality. We can simulate what I mean. This now goes into a whole different realm of. It's not even a game. We're talking about like simulating you know, real, real world models in VR so that perhaps we can later come up and apply them into the real world after noticing. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like the, uh, what I, what I, what I, this is a bad example. This is a bad example, but I'm going to say it anyway. The Stanford's prison experiment, uh, Stanford, California had in the 1980s had this experiment where they grabbed a bunch of college students and they, they turned them into guards and prisoners. And for seven days, these fools were they really, really took on the roles. They became actual guards and prisoners. And you know, some of them, some of the kids left, some of them really adopted that, uh, that, that persona and became that persona. Do you think it's it's you know this is a long ass question. Do you think it's possible for us to simulate, you know, governmental models inside of VR? You know, anarchy is easy. Anarchy is super easy. But but perhaps the other ones. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, a a game uh, a multiplayer MMORPG uh, engine <laughs> and uh, you put uh, some people. Uh, you have uh, jobs in this game, and uh, some are prison, uh, some are bad guys, some are the good guys, some are uh, someone is uh, eventually the president or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think this would be really, really immerse and very mm, intense. I think yeah. this kind of <laughs> game. But I think. Um, also this, uh, uh, in virtual reality, uh, this kind of games would be playing by many people. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So I would play it. <laughs> A massive... Uh, as, as I would say, I think uh, this is an interesting idea, also very interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I was uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, what if we could reenact the Russian Revolution? Uh, and, and, all, and then, but, but instead of... You know, making it the way, the, the taking it the way that Stalin did. Perhaps we could, you know, what if it could have happened the other way? Have you heard of simulation theory? That theory about, uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of uh, ways of putting it, but it's essentially this theory that all of us, all of us are just trapped in a giant simulation, and it's the simulation yeah, it. run by it's... human beings in the future. I I think we could be those humans right now uh, with the primitive VR technology that were that is that is nascent. Do you think it's possible though? Like I wonder if if there was, huh? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's very. Hmm. Yeah. Although I heard of it of this theory. I it's just a part of a string theory. I think mm -hmm. it's, 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 uh, uh, it's all around us is just a big. Uh, just our imagination, because the brain is just uh, uh, electric, uh, electric organs uh, uh, with electric impulses, mm -hmm. and it's. I think it's not so much. Uh, mm. <laughs> are you are you open minded to the idea that we might be inside of a giant simulation, or are you like no? Yeah. yeah. Also, um, also, I'm. Uh, generally open-minded to new things and, and new ideas and it's worth thinking about, I think, uh, these ideas. Mm -hmm. I wonder, oh, do you think we'll ever find the truth? 
Uh, I think nothing is impossible. <laughs> uh, I like that answer. I like that answer very much. <laughs> there are so many things in this universe which you can't understand and which you can um, which you can explain and there must be something out there which are over our horizon, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you think virtual reality could be used uh, to help us understand the universe better? You know, perhaps... Yeah, it's, it's, also, it's a great thing for education, I think. Like this uh, game Titans of uh, Space, oh, yes. which I uh, saw a video of. And e even without the Oculus, it's a really great... Uh, a really great tour through these uh, uh, big uh, planets and uh, suns, and I think it's, it's, the reality is a really good thing for education in the future, like uh, to uh, show mm -hmm. the children uh, what the universe looks like, or what in biology you can uh, walk around the body and see the organs and can. Uh, can see how they work and something like that. Also, I think the education is a really big thing for virtual reality in the future uh, uh, among the gaming and entertainment. I and agree. Cheap enough to uh, that uh, the most people can uh, buy this kind of stuff. Especially because it doesn't feel too far-fetched to think that experiences like Titans of Space could be ported over to Android. And all of a sudden... Today, right now, if, if, if that were the case, uh, if I were a, if I were a fourth grade teacher or fifth grade teacher, or I'll be like, all right, kids, pull out your smartphones, get your Duravis dive out, you know, let's go, uh, let's go visit Jupiter, you know, like that's that could be that could happen right now, right right now if we wanted to. Um, yeah. So that, uh, there must be an app out there, and uh, uh, the class must have a Drew's dive and a smartphone and yeah it's it's what you can do out today when you if you want it's truly amazing we are living in the future um it's yeah i yeah it's crazy i i i think about 2014 holy crap it's there's nothing there's nothing to tell you that history has been written yet like i i you know the 21st century is wide open wide wide open what do you think is going to be what are you what do you think are going to be the biggest technologies of the 21st century what are the biggest technology i think the the, the smartphone mm -hmm. um the smartphone uh, uh what um, the smartphone there's a better smartphones and which more power in your pocket and uh, the virtual reality thing and all this computer stuff, which is really, really uh, fast-growing. Mm -hmm. And... Um, <sighs> I look at... I look at... I you think about... I, the future. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can tell you uh, with some certainty, I think that 3D printers will have a really good chance of becoming important in our century. Um, oh, yes. Along with robotics. Uh, robots are going to take over. Um and that's not a bad thing either. I I think I think here's here's one uh, here's my weird vision of the future. Um and 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 I and I'd like to see what you think. What if we could automate every job that we could, every job that you could, right? So so everyone from from fast food workers to UPS, you know, to truck drivers to 
I mean, these mostly labor-intensive, brain-dead jobs, you don't need human beings to do them. You don't. So we could. what if we could migrate these jobs to... What if we can migrate these people to work inside of virtual reality, create a virtual reality economy, and then have robots run or, you know, and then have robots service us instead of... You know, instead of having a person with hopes and dreams and aspirations flip burgers, serve me a, a burger, I'll, I'd rather have a robot and, and let that person be the creative being that they were born to be inside of VR. Could that happen? In the future, I think it's nothing is impossible. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like Matrix or doing all the movie Surrogates with Bruce Willis. Oh yes, that's something like that where they have uh, they lay in the bed and have their headsets on and uh, are um, walking uh, with an avatar, which is a robot, and yeah, <laughs> this something like that. And I think in the next one hundred or two hundred years, also this the this would be possible, I think. So uh, I think of uh, uh, the most important, uh, the most. Um, um, I think the military is which uh, will push this uh, the most because they have no soldiers. They are just machines out there, and uh, no one must die in the war. And yeah, it'll be just a giant video game. Yes, like uh, uh, the gamer is uh, such a movie uh, which is like that. Yeah, where the, uh, the soldiers are really humans. <laughs> But then, what would? But then, would people say we'd like? Well, what's the point if I, if if it's all just robots fighting each other? Well, it's a fucking show. It's awesome to look at. Look at that. <laughs> but why would you want to kill a person? Jesus. Uh, no, really, Jesus. What do you think? So, what do you what do you think? Like, I mean, you know, people will say, what's the point of 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 having robot wars? If no, you you know, if. If if it's not really gonna affect change, I, I mean, what do you think? I wonder what that. Hmm. I'm I'm scratching my head too. Mm. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> What's the point of the war if they are are uh, just robots? <laughs> yeah. If I really think about this. <laughs> well, we should ask a more fundamental question: What is the point of war? Hmm. Yes. The thing is, there's I don't. No point. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I, I, the thing is, I I don't think I think human beings are uh, are uh, I, at least for the for the for the time being. I know that I am, and perhaps the generation after us, war and fighting. I don't know. Maybe warring. I think is ingrained in our DNA somehow. Um, I mean, how did we get rid? So how somehow the Neanderthal ended up extinct and it, and it wasn't I, I and i and i and i theorize that it has to have been us you know going to war with them mm. yes. so if I we s- if we can't get I rid s- of war what do you think we could what do you think we should do hmm. mm. i think we could direct it i think we can channel it we can channel war in a different direction like that warring instinct like Here's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, here's a bad idea. Here's a bad idea. Here's a, let's, uh, indulge me for a sec. What if we could channel war? I mean, that warring aspect of humanity that we want to just go to fucking war all the time. What if you could go to war with climate change? What if you could go to war with ignorance? 
or you know you know the real things that are are like existential to us like really that we should declare war on, on climate change um even though it's going to be a losing battle why 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 are we not fighting it either or i don't know the humans are this, hard to describe <laughs> this is why this is why i like computers better i i can't wait for my robot overlords to take over <clears throat> i i i'm i am a human but the, uh, some humans i really hate for their um uh, like uh, of uh, for their yeah for their mm, moment yeah <laughs> for the attitude yeah over uh, they shoot people or uh, 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 yeah you know <laughs> I agree no it's yeah it's it's such hard a, to describe no humanity is a hard thing to describe I agree yeah. we're we're just a such a weird fucking species hmm. I think the per the perfect thing uh, that could happen is like in Star Trek some aliens come out there everyone knows uh, they are we are not alone and no. yeah well, <laughs> such a, a peaceful future but uh, if uh, it's going on like today i think humanity would be not uh, last the next 100 uh, uh, next few hundred years i think um it's sad yeah. to say that I think you're you are uh, you are onto something. I don't know if if you're a hundred. I don't know if you're hundred percent right, but you are onto something. Uh, it's it's scary to think that we might be gone in the next couple hundred years, um, or hmm. we're destroying ourselves. <laughs> yeah, destroying ourselves. Do what do you think? I, I, I that's a cool idea. Thinking about if aliens just fucking landed and they were like, "Hey, you're not so special, motherfuckers. <laughs> you're not that special." I wonder what would happen to um. To, to religion all of a sudden if 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 you know these the alien spaceships landed out of nowhere what what would people think religious people they'd be i don't know hmm i, I wonder then what yeah god must have created the universe and not only the earth <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah as i think uh, everything must be out there but it's just too far away the the physics <laughs> Speaking of physics, did you hear about Stephen Hawking saying there is no such thing as a black hole as we know it? No. I oh don't yeah, he came, yeah he came out with a with a, a short paper uh, a couple of, uh, probably like a week ago saying that uh, again I I am too stupid to understand these sorts of high level astronomical terms and and just in <laughs> physics in, in general. But but he's saying that the the term black hole as we know it, it does not exist, and this is the man that staked his whole career on black holes. Um, that's that that to me seems this seems crazy. I, we really don't know shit about the universe at the end of the day. If if this man is second, you know, not second guessing, but you know, thinking differently about his life's work. Yeah, we can't even. Uh... Uh, proof that there's uh, black matter out there. Uh, the black matter must be out there, mm -hmm. but no one can prove it today. It's just over the horizon of the human uh, being, and yeah, it's uh, there are simulations about the black matter which uh, uh, glue the universe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, together, it's it's the most matter out there, but 
no one can prove it because it's just invisible. So you, uh, I uh, look uh, a little bit in the string theory. So there's this multiverse, and there must be another um, another uh, dimension mm -hmm. where this uh, matter must be uh, there, and no one can detect it uh, today. And I don't know what is in the future, but uh, yeah. I have a theory, and and again, this is a this is follow me down the rabbit hole because I think that dark matter is just a wall to that's hiding alien civilizations behind. So the aliens are like, yeah, you're not ready for us, so we're just you're not ready for us, so we're just gonna hide behind this dark matter so you don't see us. Or or maybe it's a, or maybe it's the simulation saying here you guys aren't allowed to see this much. It's kind of like a like a video game. You you know Skyrim. Eventually you're gonna reach the end of Skyrim, right? So perhaps <laughs> dark matter is that is the end. So that you know the end of Skyrim and there behind it there's there's other humans. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck dark matter is? I yeah, it's just super fascinating to think that we know nothing really at the end of the day. Yes. If you see, uh, uh, if you have uh, Titans of Space and uh, looking at these uh, real big stars and universe uh, uh, and uh, galaxies, and then uh, sometimes I think, uh, what's the point to be uh, uh, to be living? <laughs> what's the point uh, to making this and this? But uh, you live your life, and uh, but when um, when I think about it and so on, then I get. Uh, for a few uh, minutes or hours, really depressed uh, about this. How big this uh, uh, universe is? I've never thought of that that way. I mean, that's whoa, that's cool. I mean, I've never thought of it that way when I, because I I've tried Titan in Space. I've interviewed uh, Stephen Drash, uh, the creator. And the first time I tried Titan in Space, I was I was high, and it it gave me. I had an existential crisis. Like I was in there, like, dude. Holy shit, man! I'm I am nothing. I am uh, I am nothing in the uni in the grand scheme of the universe. And it, it it for me, what it did though, um, I didn't think about what what is the point. What I I thought about what can I do to matter. Uh, at the end of the day, and so and so I figured, yeah, I, and so I figured, well, I'm gonna do what I like because it. it Figuratively speaking, uh, and literally speaking, what what doing what makes me matter uh, is feels good. It feels good inside, like I feel good. But I also put out, you know, by doing what I'm doing, like like putting out information and just having these really random talks. I feel like there this information is is becoming matter, and so my matter is out there in the ether. It's I don't know. Maybe I'm high right now, but. I, I like I like I like to think that you know it's huh it's not just wh hmm, what is the point now yeah. you got me thinking man now I'm gonna go and like have <laughs> have another existential threat uh, existential crisis Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, what? I think if you put uh, some of this uh, uh, some politics or uh, some fundamentalists uh, like uh, the Al Qaeda guys or something like this. Or terrorists again generally, if you put them on the moon and they look on the earth, then uh, I don't. I think they would be um, very amazed and would uh, think, what's the point of this war? Yeah. You see this earth, you are you are nothing yeah. uh, compared to the earth, and your problems are so so small. 
it's, it's um, moment. Uh, it's uh, whatever uh, big problems you have on the Mars. Uh, compared to the Earth, uh, it's so small, and you are so small compared to the Earth. And then you see the universe, which is uh, billions and billions and billions times greater, greater. Then you feel like an atom, uh, and yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, and 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 to think uh, that's a really good idea. It's thinking about well, you know, I in that same vein, I I think that we could bring about real real. I mean, again, we're in crazy town. We can bring about real world peace. We could, we could bring real world, we real world peace, if we strapped, if we strapped Angela Merkel, Hollande, Obama, Putin, all the big world leaders, uh, on a on on a Virgin Galactic flight, give them uh psychedelic mushrooms. And send them off to fucking space to realize how petty this all is, how stupid yep. this all is, how how insane this experiment that we are living, humanity, and on this planet, it all is. And really, at the end of the day, what are we here for? What are we doing here, us, humanity? My theory or my my idea is we're here to explore the fucking universe. We're 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 explorers. We're the monkeys that left the trees to go walk around, and and that's what made us human. So, it's fucking time to leave planet Earth, motherfuckers. We need to get out there and explore the galaxy and spread our seeds and start colonizing other planets. It's our manifest destiny, really, of the twenty first century. We need to go and fight other alien planets somewhere. <laughs> that's yes, what <laughs> I think. It's really really important for the human to explore the universe in the future because uh, our sun. Uh, it's uh, it's not living forever, and uh, the human must be colonized on other planets to survive in the next billion years. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't be. I don't know if we'll, we will be. We will can be considered humans, but in in a billion years, we'll probably be some form uh, of being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Much better. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. These fascinating questions. Fascinating. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, compared to the dinosaurs, we are just a few seconds old. <laughs> the humans. You're right, man. Do you think we could bring the dinosaurs back? Do you think it's possible with science? And I mean, again, it, it, like what you Jurassic said earlier. Park. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Park. Uh, in virtuality, yes. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you might be right. I think it might be a little bit too late. Unless yeah, dinosaurs are living today. Look at the chickens. Mm -hmm. They were dinosaurs. <laughs> they were. <laughs> That's a little bit smaller. <laughs> delicious, delicious dinosaurs. The Dinos dinosaur nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat those. I used to buy those at Costco. I, uh, or or maybe uh Greenland uh, or perhaps Greenland you know how ice is is melting at a, a rate unprecedented in Greenland perhaps Greenland will reveal a dinosaur in the ice or or the Loch Ness monster so I don't know who knows really what is hidden underneath the ice of Greenland really there must there yes. must be something awesome so much ice out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> the explorer and uh, we are uh, 
not just in space, but the big ocean is uh, just uh, explored 10%. It's, uh, there's so much out there which uh, human can explore. Yeah. They, were, they explored Delhi, new species, and yeah, who knows what's lying out there. No? <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. You know, we have, we have, we've mastered more or less flight. We've mastered uh, terrain, uh, you know, land vehicles and, and air vehicles. I feel like submarines and, and, and uh, underwater vehicles are, are should be, if perhaps sometime in the century, more consumer friendly. Like, I would love to explore the ocean that's behind my backyard, like in a submersible sort of submarine personals like a car like like a car but it goes underwater yeah. and i can go and swim with the dolphins and watch them have orgies and hang out in their classroom that would be awesome um what do you you know i wish we really did that though like that would be awesome if we could like fly inside fly underneath the water with vehicles yeah it's i think it's uh it's cheaper than going in the in the space and fly out there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, the feeling is nearly the same, I think. If you uh, are flying underwater or are flying in space, okay, uh, you have the, the gravity on the Earth, but yeah, it's underwater, it's such uh, there are such uh, there are so many beautiful places on Earth, and uh, yeah. You know, you think if we yeah, think I would of, like that. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, exa I would love it too because we think about visiting alien planets and figuring and finding out alien life. There's alien life in our oceans to us. Fucking crabs. When I look at a crab, it might as well be an alien. It looks so weird for me. Like I, I know this is silly to say, but really, crabs look like they came from another planet. Like yeah, or jellyfish, or the self-eliminating <laughs> fishes, which. Uh, yeah, I, I read an article a few, uh, one or two years ago, where um, scientists have um, planted the DNA of uh, self-eliminating jellyfish into uh, pig, uh, in the, into pigs, and uh, these pigs are glowing green in the night. <laughs> Whoa! They're, they're looking like alien pigs. <laughs> Whoa, that's that's awesome. I I love to see pictures of that. That sounds really cool. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, huh. What about what about robots? For for you in the future, do you think robots are gonna be? How long do you think before we have a, a robot war? Hmm. Also, I personally think uh, if there are something like Skynet in the future, it <laughs> is Google. <laughs> yeah. They are buying so much uh, uh, companies which building uh, military or robots, and they. Uh, they uh, buy companies which create uh, highly artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. AI, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think if, if there is a, a robot war in the future, I think they have the Google logo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. If there's a, I think it, it'd be it'd be interesting if if all of a sudden we go from a. Um, a a a a a, a world where governments are the norm where they go to war it'll be corporations that go to war with each other so one day you'll have google citizens going to war with apple citizens or apple robots 
Shit. That, yeah. I mean, um, it might as well I be. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> it might as well be. I mean, all the countries in the world are run pretty much by corporations. So it's just, you know, the 21st century is has so many interesting stories to tell. And I don't watch much television anymore because paying attention to the news is so much more fucking interesting. I think the human, real world human drama is way crazier than science fiction drama. I mean, yeah, Walking Dead is fun, but did you hear DMX, the rapper's about to fight George Zimmerman? What the fuck? Have you heard about that? No, no, I don't know that. Okay, so 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 back in the day, uh, back in the day, a couple, uh, probably like a year ago, two years ago, uh, this guy George Zimmerman shot a kid. Uh, again, I don't the I don't know the specifics of what the fuck happened, but this dude Zimmerman, he's a he's all of a sudden a celebrity now, and 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 so black people in America don't like him. Well, a lot of black people in America don't like him, and so now they're having this boxing match with this rapper, DMX. Arf, arf. Have you heard of DMX? DMX, yeah. Yeah, X this. gonna give it to you, that guy. He's gonna, he, so X is gonna go and, and fight George Zimmerman. Um, what the fuck? It's like celebrity deathmatch on MTV, but real life. That's, that's crazy. That's, you can't write that. That's, there's no TV show that could come up with some shit like that. Or Dennis Rodman fin- visiting uh, North Korea. Who could have? Who could have written that? Oh yeah, that? that's what, that's what really bad, I think, <laughs> from him. <laughs> So, so I think real world is really, really, really crazy. You know, a lot more interesting than than fiction in many ways. Because, um, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Do you? I mean, in Germany, like, is there is there a lot of crazy stories like that? Like, you know, is there? Hmm. <laughs> uh, all Germans are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, crazy stories. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the TV shows are. Uh, I don't look too much TV here mm-hmm. because here are just uh, TV uh, shows that are really dumb. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you know the movie uh, um, uh, *Idiocracy*? I yeah, I've heard of it. I yeah, I have not. The, yet. The looking, there are shows uh, where people get uh, get a ball in their balls and uh, they're much uh, fun out there, uh, fun out, out of it. And yeah, I think it's also the TV is getting more primitive and primitive. Mm-hmm. So in Germany, there are so much shows which are scripted reality. Yeah. And, uh, but the. Um, but the most uh, many people think they are they are real uh, real stories and uh, they are real people on the and in the end it's just a script what uh, they are um, what uh, it's just uh, like a, a soap soap opera mm-hmm. and yeah as it's hard to describe <laughs> in Germany crazy things here <laughs> yeah. Do you think virtual reality could uh, could kill television one day? I mean, because here's the thing. I, here's what I think about. I think of these this paradigm sh- shift that we are all experiencing and witnessing. We're going from the television paradigm to the telepresence paradigm. Do you think this? Mm. Do you think in the future telepresence will put the nail in the coffin for television? Mm. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I think the television is uh, is present every time and. 
for, for uh, the news or something like uh, yeah uh, uh, like uh, for for movies or something like this mm-hmm. and but i think uh in the future maybe uh, the tv is virtual reality also you put on your headset and can look around and there are 360 degrees cameras and something like this and that would be really cool a movie in virtual reality <laughs> which you can move your head and look around at those real 3d movies yes it would, would be, be really cool it would be amazing i uh, i haven't watched have you heard the movie gravity yes Really awesome. I, yeah, I I have made it a point, uh, a, and this, a personal uh, mission to not watch that movie until I can watch it in virtual reality. I haven't seen it yet. The so so for me, some someone one day, it, it, I'm sure it won't take long. We'll come up. We'll find a way to make that movie 360 or Gravity Part Two because you know how Hollywood is. They're always looking for a sequel. So hopefully yeah. they. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, the movies like that in, inside of virtual reality or, or inside of a some form some form of 360 video with with a bit you know with stereoscopic 3D would be mind blowing. I think <clears throat> the next yeah, say, uh, gravity was really really great in stereoscopic 3D and virtual. It's it's just the perfect movie for virtual reality. I think because uh, 99% of the movie is computer generated and i think there is no much problem to render it uh, 360 degrees <laughs> this would be a great idea do you think that's it you know because you're right the 99% in these movies are or a lot of these movies are more are, are adopting um computer animation and cgi uh, do you think perhaps one day movies will just be you know 99% cgi and Two percent actors. I mean, it's just cheaper, really. I think. Yeah, I think in the future it's it's cheaper to generate uh, or the whole movie in computer. You just uh, have a model of your actors and animate them uh, that they look real uh, in the future as real, real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, that uh, I think is. it's cheaper than to have the actor there for a few days for uh, a few million dollars and yeah and it's um, no problem to generate these movies to a 360 degree uh, view for virtuality headsets or or a movie or a movie which is um, created as a game mm-hmm. Uh, as a real-time animations and real-time rendering and you can look around and maybe interact uh, with uh, some part of the movie like the interactive movie in virtual reality mm-hmm. that would be all uh, a good great idea i think this section <laughs> you know it, it's one of the biggest obstacles for movies i think uh, in just uh, you know trying to trying to render a human being uh with cgi and make them look uh completely undistinguishable from the real thing that's really difficult yeah. i have yet to find a piece of software or a video or a demo that has tricked me into thinking that oh holy shit that's a computer no i i can i can still tell how far away do you think we are from f- f- nailing that down the point at which all of a sudden you'll be looking at a human avatar that isn't real but you won't tell the difference is, is how far away do you think that's that's uh, that's coming i think it's possible the next uh maximum in the next tw- 10 to 20 years uh one approach was the final fantasy movie 
like 10 or 15 years ago, they, they are they're looking great, but you, like you said, uh, you can say, okay, this is computer animated or computer generated because uh, the most important things to uh, see a human is real is uh, the eyes and the movement. And you always see uh, in the computer generated uh, human, you always see even it's a little, little different to the real person, but you can tell because of the animations or the eyes, this is a computer generated uh, person. And I think it's, um, it's, uh, you, it's not to be accomplished today, but in the next 10 to 20 years, I think uh, it's possible. That is so. The technology is uh, it's uh, it's growing, and yeah, you need much power for that. <laughs> for sure, I think I think China should should. I, have you you know because you've heard uh, of China's one child policy, and because of because of the one child policy, now there are between sixty and seventy million men in China that will never find a wife, will never find a mate. Because of the the uh, sex dis the yeah the the gender disparity in the country, I think China could t have could benefit greatly uh, in alleviating a little bit of that problem if they could somehow get you know virtual women avatars become extremely photorealistic you know and give these men Oculus Rifts. And have and have virtual reality relationships with these women that perhaps don't exist, you know. But but oh, and mind you, they should also have some form of Google AI artificial intelligence, so the so that so they can have a sense of at least it's more or less a human being. And 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 yeah, perhaps that could work, or 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 porn. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the virtual reality thing, the porn industry is thinking I, as there must be in there because they can so make so much money with it. I think uh, <laughs> most of the people would buy it and try it and uh, looking into it and uh, even it's for fun or something. I saw I saw one company is uh, building uh, such kind of game. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> that that'd be that'd be crazy. I think in, in ten years it's it's normal like you're watching porn today. <laughs> yeah, in ten years I will be having sex with uh, Hatsune Miko. Uh, she, except she won't be real, and I'll just be having sex with a flashlight somehow. Um. Yeah, or uh, with Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <No>. Marge Simpson. <laughs> she is a milf. I gotta tell you, she is a mom I like to fuck. Uh, do you think uh, going back to that uh, that 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 crazy idea of of having virtual avatars? Do you think human beings could fall in love with virtual reality avatars uh, if if the AI was convincing enough? If the if the physics and if the 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 photo if they were photorealistic enough? I think it's possible. Uh, there are people out there who are uh, married with a tree, and <laughs> <laughs> there are some kind of uh, like of these people who can love anything. I think, and if it's uh, real and the behavior is real, real, and also for me, it would be just a fun thing to try and to test, and it's funny and so. But for some people, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. 
Mit or low, uh, people uh, were lonely or in, in the prisons give them Ocarus lift in such a virtuality uh, uh, partner or something like this and so was there and maybe there is much uh, less violence in the prison or something like this <laughs> yeah that's that would be yeah it would be it'd be awesome well well the future looks right it looks amazing Florian Steelbrook, it's been a pleasure having a, a, a this awesome conversation with you. Our, um, Thank you for your invitation. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's really real. funny with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I get I get a little carried away. How can people uh, keep in touch with you? Keep in touch with what you're doing. How can uh, how can they support what you're up to? Give me give me the spiel. They just can uh, contact me over uh, the email. Also support at local4air.com or mm, yeah, send an email or I post in the Doris Die forum or I, I will uh, read it and see it and if they have any uh, ideas uh, which uh, I can do or I can or such a, a nice conversation yeah I'm really open awesome yeah you're and you're really awesome too because yeah you you've come you're you're Yeah, you started developing two weeks ago, you know, messing with Unity, and you're putting together these awesome apps. Again, you if you're listening to this, you need to try this toilet simulator. You need to get try that that moonwalk simulator. These the, those experiences will 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 stand out. I can't wait for you, for the next project that you have lined up. I really am looking forward to it. And I hope some people can uh, uh, can. Um, ah. <laughs> I hope uh, some people can understand me what I'm talking about here in my broken English. <laughs> you did amazing, Gator. You you did amazing. Uh, please, yeah. So it's it, it's an international audience. Everyone understands. I yeah I, yeah. So so thank you. You know, really, it, it really takes. <laughs> you, know, you did you did awesome, and it, it took some balls to do what you're doing. So again, Florian Steelbrook, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you for the invitation and. Yeah, it's a pretty nice podcast. <laughs> Thanks.